who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Do you like monsters? Do you like dungeons and dragons? Do you like monsters and dungeons and dragons? Then do we have a show for you. Kill Every Monster is a bi-weekly DM deep dive into every monster in the manual. The first part is a discussion about creature mechanics and lore, and the second half is a one-shot AP where the guest takes on the role of the monster. Each episode of Kill Every Monster is a contained story, so you never have to worry about being caught up or listening out of order. Pick any monster you like and jump right in. For a Dryad episode, Emily Booza talked about how these tree ladies are really just grown-up fairies. Like that concept of there are fairies that are specifically assigned to a flower, like stuck in my head as a kid. And I really remember really loving those. And I feel like the dryad can be kind of, again, it's a grown up fairy. It's the grown up (laughs) version of that concept of just, you know, you're too big for just a flower. You need a whole tree. I like this accidental idea of almost the hermit crab dryad mentality of like, well, I was born, I had a dandelion. And then all the wisps flew away and I had to move. Uh, so I lived in a rose bush for a while. And then there was an apple tree growing nearby. And that was really nice. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I want, a, I want a children's book of that concept. I want a children's book of that concept now, please. <laughs> Universe. To find out more about the show and where you can listen, head on over to killeverymonster.com. And we'll see you next time for Kill, Kill Every Monster. Monster. <laughs> Hello people, this is Aram, and welcome back to God's Fall for the second half of our first season. I know you're pretty eager to get started, but before we do, we have one more shout out to Battle Bards. Battle Bards produces premium audio for all of your RPG tabletop needs. And this week we're going to talk about how you can layer the sounds from Battle Bards to make your own unique soundscapes. Let's say that your party is deep in the forest and surrounded by angry wild elves. The players don't take the hint, and combat begins. 
All the individual sounds you heard to make up that scene are available right now at BattleBards.com. And while you guys are on the internet, be sure to check out GodsFall.com. We have tons of maps and information up there that'll really help flesh out this podcast and bring it to life. And I'm currently working on a God's Fall Player's Handbook that'll have all of our maps, all of our characters, all of our world notes, so you guys can join us and play within the God's Fall world. If you want to help get that out to you faster, go to godsfall.com and check out our Patreon account. Any support is hugely appreciated and helps us get this podcast out faster, as well as all the maps and supplemental materials we know you guys love. But that's plenty of housekeeping for now. Let's get to the podcast. My name is Aram Vartian. I am the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, a custom 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign in Washington, D.C. Last week, the player's vacation at Turtlefest was rudely interrupted as meteors struck not only the town of Turtle Bay itself, but the massive ironwood behind it, erupting into flames. The God King Jacob Cladivo took to the air to defend his kingdom and assaulted a meteor head-on, shield in hand. He was engulfed in a massive fireball. And as the dust and debris settled, the God King was nowhere to be seen. So, you found out that a deal is going down, a lot of gold was exchanged for this very, very small box, and that box ended up in one of Lafleur's warehouses. He's gonna be super pissed when he finds out I took this, because look at this. He literally built a fucking room for this and his, its friends, wherever they are, or whatever the fuck they do. Oh my god, there's three more. I wonder if he knows where they are. I wonder who would know what this is. Try to rest and try to recuperate. You have dreams of a great storm and being washed out to sea, deeper and deeper to sea. And every time you reach for land, it just feels like you get pushed further and further out to sea. As you look up, the last thing you see as you slide beneath the waters is a giant comet. She pulls out your father's secret staff. It's glowing. She pulls it towards you and presses it against the side of your face. As she's doing so, it glows brighter and brighter. When she touches you with it, it makes a squealing noise as if you press metal against dry ice. Uh, my next objective is to send a message back to my guild that Baron LaFleur's men are looking for me with the dogs and will follow me to that hideout. All right, I want to talk to that halfling who tried to rifle my purse. That's racism! <laughs> that is racism! Okay, guys, I have to be very serious here now. That ship right there, the Blackwater, that's like the flagship of the Qadarian Empire. Para is just sitting there with his arms crossed, and finally he turns and he's like, Enough! How does this help us? How does this do anything whatsoever? And you just turn and round on him. Shut up, Para. No one likes you. Doro regrets saving you. Your brother isn't dead. He's your choice right now to fight for him. Franny! As far as game mechanics, this is what's happening. At will, Doro, you can now blink. And that is how your superpower, or as we're calling them in this game, your divinity, works. You see the two stone doors beginning to slide open. Fuck. Uh, Um, What did you do now? Cool! Alright, well, I'm rolling my eyes because I tried to tell these idiots and they never, ever, ever listen. Nope. Though I have had access to my divinity for nearly a year, 
I have walked upon those steps of Odom's temple. Those doors did not open for me. Whatever the five of you are, is something very different. Oliver! Oliver! Whoa! Little girl! What are you doing? Stop! Okay, she kind of turns up and she's like, Oliver! Okay, Frank, get away from the cliff now! I'm headed to Turtle Bay. I'm going to enter Oliver in the best turtle contest, and he's going to win so I can buy medicine so my father feels better. Gentlemen and laters, welcome to Turtle Fest. Oliver is given a silver, and the person who's given a gold there, the crowd is not happy. There's a couple light boos like you're kind of suspicious that maybe a couple of coins may have changed I hands here shake his hand in uh, good sportsmanship okay he walks yeah, over to not a good sportsman he's like all. yeah i guess i guess you did well <laughs> my name is doro not and i'm from the port of bliss i found a gem that's worth a lot i stole it like a kiss i tried to get away but the Pause, 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 just for one second. So, he's singing his whole story. There's more, there's more. Some lady named Rosia, she hid us in her place. I ran around and I was seen, Kodar now knows my face. The dwarf was having visions, the wolf was calling him. We found the elves, revealed ourselves through godhood from within. So, I learned to teleport. Watch me do it now. I'm over here, I'm over there. And then I teleport to my seat. Addressing the crowd, and they say, and now I'm in the crowd. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just laughing. Oh. They are a yeah! Except there. for a couple people. I summon our servants. Yes. Um, they appear. Fetch the dwarf. Yeah. Fetch the god king's daughter because she is in danger. As the clouds part and the night becomes clearer, the comet has returned. It is small and green, and there appears to be no tail behind it now and it's off to the left of the moon. Well, I'm just gonna fetch out my parchment then and draw it again. Uh, the God King and I were gonna check in about the dream. Uh, <laughs> after a moment, there's a knock at your door. Someone opens it and the God King ducks under and steps into your room. I have heard you wish to speak with me. Your Majesty, I've been having dreams uh, and uh, I had a dream the other night about the comet. What did the comet look like? Well, I, I, I drew it. And you see the king's face fall a little bit as he takes the drawing from you and he looks at it and he nods. My dream started when I was shown a drawing. And then you hear an explosion. So you all run out onto the deck and you are greeted by the sight of a massive fire about two miles behind Turtle Bay in the heart of the Ironwood. The small glowing speck of the comet still hangs above you to the west, but from the east, several meteors shower down into the bay. You just see, you know, Phryne, you kind of look up, and eventually you walk out, look up with, with her, and there was a very large meteor coming directly towards the town, and the God King sees it too and is going to meet it. There's an incredibly bright light that fills the sky for a few seconds to the point where you guys can't see, and when you turn back, there is no sign of the God King at all. You steady yourselves and hear the cries of townsfolk as they are rushed along in front of you. Get them to the temple! All oh, get into the temple! So can we identify from here who is directing the rescue? 
The guards from Brennis you saw earlier have abandoned their watch posts and have rushed down to the town square and help usher the people to the far end of the peninsula where the large stone temple of Ayus rests, the highest point of this lower half of the village. I am freaking out seeing all these things happen that I just tripped. You're out. overwhelmed. You hear some of the guards shouting, Get them to the temple! Get everyone inside! What do you guys do? That. Okay, do you guys want to help? No. Okay, what are you doing? I am staying on the ship. It's probably safer. Harry's um, with you right now, and he's like, Sign, are you all right? Yeah, sorry, sorry. This is exactly what happened in my dream. Uh, that town is in big trouble. Everybody there is going to die. Come on, Para. All right, and they go running off. You guys get to the main group. And I want perception rolls from both of you. Seven. Seventeen. You see a little boy fall. He's running alone, and he falls, and he's on his knees, and he can't get up, and there's people coming behind him. He looks like he's going to get trampled. He's about 50 feet that way. Yeah, dash and teleport. All right, I want a reflex save. Uh, 13. Okay, you see Doro vanish. What's that? Dexterity. What did I say? Right, dexterity. You see Doro vanish, vanish back into the crowd, wrap his arms around a kid, and pop back and put him down. And there's just this crying kid who now won't let go of him. No, I'm taking him. I wasn't going to put him... I mean, I was going to... Oh, so you start running with him. If I perceive someone can't get into this place, I will put them in there. Understood. And then go out to get more. All right, so Doral's sprinting towards the temple with the child in his hands? Yeah. Okay, cool. And you are still... You guys get now down to where Torvik is. What are you doing? Uh, trying to help in any way that I can. I mean, get screaming to people to come this way, and if I see anybody in trouble, help them. All right, excellent. Trying. I suspect that the jewel can be used to amplify magic. Okay. Is that the case? I can't tell you that. Okay, well, I suspect that the jewel can be used to amplify magic. Okay. So I am going to grab the jewel. We'll say. Uh, what is that? The jewel of 20, yes. Okay. It's not well. It's not well said. Well Roll a wisdom save. 18 plus 220. You reach into your pouch and you pull out the Eye of Saw. As your hand wraps around it, your body lurches and you see that pink purple fog of a world start to envelop the reality around you. But you're ready for it this time and you fight it. able to stay conscious in a bridge between these two worlds and you feel a rush of power wave through you. You can see and feel the emotions of everyone around you pounding. Terror hits you in wave after wave as it builds and builds. You can feel all of their emotions pulling at you, pulling at every single pore and finally you just hurl your arms forward and shout, Enough. And she just flares bright purple. She rises above the ground with her eyes open and her hands out and everyone stops dead. Every single person who is running stops dead and turns to her and nods and then slowly and carefully starts walking towards the temple. She collapses to the ground and passes out. I would run over to Phryne, yeah. and I would, uh, shit. Her eyes are rolled straight back, All and right. her hands are trembling. All right, uh, I reach into my pack, and I grab a, um, 
Uh, Take too long. I run the up. Green, the green outfit. Okay, wait, he did it. Yeah, he he's not there. The I thought it was. With, no, he's he right there. No, 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 you. In the temple. He stopped. You took that girl on. Yeah, they got to where he was. So they're all together. You're running the boy to the temple. So. You grab it out of her hand. I need a uh, will save. Wisdom. No, damn it, I need a wisdom save. 15, 16, 18. You grab it out of her hand. There's a rush of energy as that gem is transferred to you. There's also the strangest feeling. Your hand just graces her as you take it out of her palm. Your fingers trace along her hand, and you are filled with a desire to defend her. You can hear everything. You can see through that bird's eye. You can hear what that turtle can hear. You can feel the water pass under that fish. You can understand where that bear is in the woods. Every single thing around you is completely overwhelming and boom, Torbit goes down and collapses. I grab my nice green suit out of my backpack and then gather up the gem and put it back into its box. I want reflex saves from everyone who's conscious. What's that? So not reflex. Dexterity. I want a dexterity save from everyone who's conscious. That was like four times in a row. I know. Impressive. Five. Five. <laughs> Para makes his. So Para kind of grabs you and dives as there's an explosion behind you guys and everyone's thrown to the ground. You're not hurt, but that was close. I'm vaguely conscious again. Yeah. All right, the first thing I'm going to do is grab that box back and tuck it back into my pouch. Well, she had, he has the have in his hand. Um, yeah. Oh, in the in the, yeah. in the box. Yeah, okay, all right, so... We'll worry about that later. Let's get everybody to this... Uh, the Most of the house. people are there now. There's just right. some stragglers going up. There's an old woman with a cane being helped by another gentleman, and they're pretty much the last ones going up. Mm -hmm. I'm behind a pushing. <laughs> come on! Right. Come on! See, there are bodies where the explosion happened. There are people dead and dying over mm -hmm. there. Mm -mm -mm. I run after the elderly couple is in now mm -hmm. to go start helping people who are injured. Okay, right. so you run to the elderly couple. What, did, what, did, what are you guys doing while he's doing that? He's running towards where the explosion I mean, happened. what state am I in now? There. You are a little groggy, but you're awake. You're here. You can do whatever you want. Okay, I mean, I, I am... I'd see Dora running and I'd, yeah, I'd realize what he's doing. Yeah, we probably about the elderly yeah. Okay, so you guys run over there, and there are a couple wounded people towards the middle. There are definitely some people closer to the ex ex explosion where there is no point in doing anything. There are parts of them. They're torn in half. They're triage burned beyond belief. Some are still fully inflamed. But there's a there's three people here who have been wounded. One woman has just a big chunk taken out of her side. One guy is missing a leg, and another one just has his head bashed in. And Para's right, with us, Para. right? Yeah, yes. Para's with us. You run towards them, and you've seen Para do this a couple times, and the last time you saw him heal someone, not so much the burning part, but the energy that was released afterwards, you felt that kind of resonate okay. within you. You feel like you understand what he did. All right, so I, I locate, like, triage and locate the worst one. The, the, the so basically, and the woman with the side. Yeah, and just kind of. Yeah, do the. <laughs> ha! And Excellent. just kind of. How does it work with uh, your paladin abilities? I believe it's a set amount of points, and you can choose how many you use every time you lay on hands. It's, it's like a pool that you pull from, I think. Because paladins are, are like uh, battle medics. Like one point, one point, one point, one point to save everyone. Yeah, yeah. they're not. Yeah, they're. Uh, blessed hands cut touch wounds. You pull healing power that punishes me to a long rest. So this pull, you can restore a total number of hit points equal to your paladin level 
times five. Okay. There are currently three. Fifteen. Whatever amount of HP I so want. So you just to... empty it into her, right? Yeah. So you just see Torvik run right up, clamp both his hands around this woman's wound. You hear her scream for a second, and then it just goes away, and she seems calm as Torvik's hands glow so bright you can't see the wound, and then it's just gone. <laughs> At the oh, same time, shit, go. <laughs> you hear a scream as Para puts his hands into someone else and they erupt into a flame. The wound goes away. And then there's this last guy. Now, this last guy's got his head caved in and he's kind of like on, like leaning over a table. And as you come up, you can see like bits of yeah. rock embedded into mm. his skull. Mm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and do the hand thing again, but um, I've, 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 so I, yeah, you know, I try the hands. Clear! <laughs> yeah. Nothing! Clear! Nothing! And this guy's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, get off me. Well, I grab one of the uh, people that were just healed and help, help them to get back to the temple. Para runs past you and kneels down next to the man and places his hands against his caved-in head and then quickly pulls back and is like brushing stone off his hands that crumbles onto him. The man's body shudders violently and he just suddenly rises to his knees in a very unnatural way, like he swings upward as his eyes glow this deep reddish purple and his body lurches towards you. Are you not there? Well? He's... I was with They are helping people now. We'll be so, there in like a turn or two. Yep. Okay, so it's just us. Is it a zambi? Oh, you really know what does that mean? Roll intelligence. Because <laughs> I, I met that undead character. Three. Eighteen. Uh, I mean, Sure as fuck seems like a zombie, but you guys have no one seen a zombie in a long time. Shoot it in the head. Okay, so for people that are in initiative, then yeah. it's no Para, Torvik, Friday, and the zombie, or whatever yes, the hell it is. Exactly. Yeah. Para is just like okay. back in. And off. what's the zombie? Uh, I mean, what, what did the zombie roll? Two. Two. Yeah. Para is just stunned. It doesn't understand what's happening. It's, it's backing up and like looking at you guys like, what do we do? Kill it with fire. Right. First to act is Brian. <laughs> Kill it with fire. But it's a person. It's 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 not a person anymore, and I am going to. The zombie says, uh, "Wait." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use minor illusion to like have a pile of brains over there yeah. to like tempt him away. Mmm, <laughs> brains. Does that? Uh, <laughs> That's gonna do. Oh, Does fist um, I love that idea. Is that what you're actually gonna I do? I mean, right? I can do it if you want me to. Well, wait. But I would much rather yeah, uh, like do I'm, something that makes sense. I'm in self defense mode yeah, at this point. Um, so I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a firebolt at him. You make a ranged attack. So roll a twenty to hit. Is there anything like um, I guess it would be like flammability or something like that, where like like it's no, a die ten. Oh, if it's like a tree can or something. She has to roll a hit first. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Like. If you like, um, if, like, 11? That definitely hits. Like okay. an undead character. Then... Or somebody and use a light power. Well, you this get... is a very recently undead character. Okay. So they're not going to be flammable. This is a fresh body that just got up filled with juices and fluids. Right. So, I mean. He's still going to get shot. Yeah, fire is still going to be bad. Sorry. I need to. <laughs> All the village that we just said. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. Which one is it? Parrot of Firebomb. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> close the temple doors. That's Doro! Where is everybody? I closed them in there's the no, temple. No! Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Because they're also used as percentage dice. Got it. A three. Great. So you see, like, the zombie's left arm just explode in fire, and it just kind of turns with it still burning and looks right at her, 
starts to come forward. For the... All right, I'm, I, I still have that sense of I need to protect Phryne. Yes, you do. Absolutely. So I, and it just rushes in you. Yeah, and that, so I'm, I'm going to divine smite the shit out of this guy. There you go. I'm going to attack him with my fist. 12, 13, 14. That'll hit. You're just fist smiting him. I'm going to smite, yeah. cast fist. It's, yeah, I, I, I cast, <laughs> I cast uh, Mr. Fister and... You've got a flaming arm, which he rises to go for your neck. And you're just kind of backing up a bit. And Torvik just uppercuts the guy. Jaw explodes. Head cracks open. And as it does, you can see where the stone has completely encased the brain and down on his stem as well. And the whole thing kind of falls out like a lump of of coal. God, their head and just collapses to the, the ground. Behind him, you can see several others rising to their feet and lumbering in your direction. About a dozen people rise in unison, scattered before you. Their heads snap back. Horrid screams escape them as bone claws burst from their flesh, about a foot long, wet and dripping with their blood. Their heads all turn in unison towards you, their eyes glowing that same deep reddish purple, and they start towards you. Okay, time to go. Let's go. Yeah, oh, Jesus. I would like uh, to be back on the boat now. So we're about equidistance from the boat and the temple? Yeah, about. And the zombies are like here? They the ex, the explosion happened here. It struck this building here and this one here. So they are coming out of here. Okay, well, I would like to run back. What's happening at the ship? Can I see what's happening at the ship? Oh, uh, sure. Roll perception. So I have a plus three, plus double my proficiency, so that's seven. So 17. Yeah, so you can see that they're pulling up lines. I say we haul ass back to the ship. But what about all these people? We the can't save them all. The zombies are heading towards them. We can't save them. Uh, I position myself between the zombies and the temple. All right. So Doro runs up. It's my one dagger. Out. One dagger. With your, sorry, with your one dagger out, facing down about a dozen zombies are you running to the boat um i mean you clearly want us to go into this temple which is what you've well, been driving us for since you built it there well you could go in or <laughs> there or you could be outside because there either way there are zombies going towards it you can make up your mind and do whatever you want but those zombies are definitely going for that i want for that temple search around for a weapon like anything That's oh sure okay uh roll investigation yeah investigation Thank you, DM. Three. Sorry. Three? Yeah, there's <laughs> just, I mean, yeah. there's just nothing. But, excellent. The principle that Guys! And you hear, and, and, and you hear um, you know, clank, 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 his brain. What are you doing? Get in, the, get in the temple. He's got a big old sword out, and he sees that you guys are completely unarmed, and he pulls a dagger and tosses it, pulls a short sword and hands it to you. He's like, get back, go! Freddy, get out of here! You ready, Brandon? I'm going with you, Bob. All right. Doro, come on, let's go. I was already up there running zombies a long time ago. I want initiative, but Doro's going to have a free action at the beginning. It's like, I'm looking around for Doro. Doro, let's go. Oh, you're already there. Are they Doro the dead zombies, or are they like the fast 28 days later? They are definitely shuffling towards it. Okay. Yeah, they're moving about 20 feet per round. Okay, so we can... All right. You could attack, all out. You could back, all outrun attack, them. Okay. Yeah. Right. Is there anything that we know of from you know lore and folktale of zombies? Roll an intelligence. No. Ugh. No. Get dang zombies. Um. Probably. Just a second. Mm -hmm. Um. Plus 
plus three. Nineteen. Like all magical creatures, you have fully investigated a zombies, and you know that the head must be destroyed because it goes for the brain. Go for the head. There you go. <laughs> all right, first act, Friday. So Thunderwave just would like knock them down and back. Correct. Oh, that's uh, But it might at least. Put it by some time, certainly. Put it by, by time. Absolutely. So, Read right. to me how Thunderwave works. I got the book open. Do, 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 do. Because we're accurate in this game. At least eventually. <laughs> One day. Well, we, we did get initiative wrong for like five games, but otherwise than that, we're very accurate. Thunderwave, right? Yes. Teleport, teleportation circle. Thunder wave. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. In a failed save, that creature takes 2 dice 6 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from, from you. So that's quite effective, actually. Okay, yes. now how that will... It's going to burst out from you. But, uh, so you'd have but to move. unfortunately, right. Doro you'd is... You'd strike Doro as well. Also, it bursts so. out from you, so you'd have to move and then cast it. Because it emanates out from you in a cube in all directions. Mm, so all of those... So it, it's, it's kind of a spell, like, if you're surrounded, you use it. Okay. You know, because you can't really control where it goes. So, you could um, also inspire. Uh, Get you... them! Yes. <laughs> Protect me. Destroy from them. them. Yeah. They have vexed me. I would like you to roll just a straight 20. Don't add anything to it. A one, dude. Your head explodes and turns. Okay. Jesus. I want will saves from everybody. What's that? Wisdom? Everyone, yes. Oh, including me? Yeah. No, not you. Sorry. Okay. What'd you get? We got 13. All of you now want to protect her. Badly. It's more important than anything. I teleport onto the shoulders of this one, as if if I was standing, right. his head's between my feet, okay. so I can just go. All right, that is an accurate teleport, so I would like you to roll a 20 and add your wisdom to it. Nice. Good job. Two. Oh, that's unfortunate. So you teleport... Inside of the zombie. <laughs> northwest. You're like in its mouth. You want to teleport on his <laughs> shoulders, right? Uh, no, the one to your right. This this your one. Right. Okay, so you actually teleport here instead. I need a dexterity save because you are higher than you expected to be. 16. All right, you fall on your feet, but you're fine and you're right there. You can act. Okay, uh, well then I attack that. Zone. All right. <laughs> 20. Natural 20? Yeah. Wait, you rolled a 20 on a, on a combat thing. We haven't done yeah. that yet. Yeah. Hang on. We haven't, had, we haven't really had a natural 20 hit for combat yet, which means... Actually, it's a zombie, so it doesn't matter, because they're not immune, because they're not affected by critical hits. Damn it! That's why God I just said damn it. 20. Roll your, roll your damage. <laughs> I'm like, I know where you're going with this, yeah, but there's no fuck. point. So, I'm attacking with both my daggers, I assume. Mm-hmm. Seven on the first, and then uh, two, two is four. The second. Yeah. Oh, okay, you up, you appear too high. On your way down, you're able to catch yourself, and you turn in midair and just slam both daggers into his temples on either side. You see his neck irk as you're falling, and by the time you hit the ground, so is he. Who's up? Brannick. Brannick is going to charge forward. He's going to have time to hit, but he will go 5, 10, 40, 50, and there. He's got his sword out. Uh, my turn. I'm going to uh, try to escort Phryne to the ship. So, so you grab Phryne's hand and run with her to the ship. Yeah, heading that way, I guess. All right. I don't have anything to do Unfortunately, with. I would have loved to have been in this, but... No, fair enough. I'm affected by the stuff. Yes, you are, exactly. Um, you want to get her safe no matter what. You don't care about anything else. 
Zombies. Zombies come pouring out of the smoldering wreckage of the trade hall, stumbling and grasping with these stone bone claws as they mindlessly shamble toward you. This one's going to attack Doro. One jagged claw that's come out of him, almost if it's grown out of his arm. And a six is not going to hit you. He clumsily swings over you as you easily duck out of the way. Um, yeah. Para just kind of, he starts to lurch forward, but then he kind of stops for a second, and you see him just kind of get down by his side, and he's like growing a ball of fire in his hand. Starts with a little teeny spark, and it grows and grows, but that's what he's doing for the whole turn. Okay, Torbic. Run as fast as I can toward him. All right. So you're just going to double move? Yes. Perfect. Right, right along side of Brannock. 40. 50. Right, because you move 25, right? Yeah. Yeah, so right there. Friday. So... So you guys are running towards the docks. Yeah. There's no one in front of you. It's pretty much open. People are off the streets, and there don't appear to be any zombies here. So you're just going to take the next four rounds to get to that ship. Uh, Doral. Blink here. All right. Attack that one. Yes, because that's a critical two, because my dagger is 1920. No, there's none of that for this. No? No, that's, that's all the old game. Yep. Damn. Yep. 22. Oh, that definitely hits, yeah. yeah. He's soft and squishy. Uh, five, and then five. Ten? Ten. That will drop him. Okay, you just basically put both into the back of his neck as you popped in right behind him, cut out to the sides, his head just kind of, and then boom, he's out. Uh, Brandon. Brandon just goes right for this one and swings with a great sword. 20 will do it. Yeah. I was enraged by the threat to my person. Don't touch her! <laughs> okay. Eight. Plus eight is 16. He does 22 points of damage, cleaving it directly in half at the waist, and both halves fall to the ground. Boom. My turn. I'm running with Friday towards the ship. I'm All right. Pretty dangerous. You will be there in two turns. No, three turns. Three. You have, you, you've four, run for two turns now. Round. Oh, I see. You'll be there in four. Right, sorry. Three turns. Zombies. Wham! Blocks one with his shield, takes the butt of his sword against another, knees one in the chest, but is then raked across the back. He gets struck hard, and you hear, you see him grimace, but you don't see any blood. Yeah. Ball of fire. It's fired straight past Brannock's head, like right past his ears, hits here, and explodes. Whoa! Nice. Hang on. Brandon needs to make a reflex save, which he fails. Uh-oh. <laughs> Kara killed Brandon. Now he's going to cry even oh, more. Gonna... All of these guys are wiped out oh. in a ball of fire, and he is knocked on his ass. This one is on the ground on fire, but kind of wiggling, and his what? cloak is on fire. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There you I go. get one more. Yes, you do. All of them are down. One of them is still wriggling, and Brannock looks hurt. Sort of. All right, run over to the zombie and... <laughs> Dead. Done. Okay. Friday and I are still running towards the ship. All right. Dora. If I had manacles, I could take this with us. <laughs> like Shaun of the Dead stuff? Never don't buy things, even no when you think they're stupid. No one would let you keep the zombie. The zombie. On the I would make them. <laughs> yeah, you would it's fail. Like, can we keep him? What do you want to do? Uh, well, I kill that zombie. I teleport behind it to like attack it. I know it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything, but, but I like, that's what I'm doing. I like the flavor of it. Go yeah. ahead. So the last one just kind of throws a lazy claw for you. You vanish. You appear behind it and stab. It's five. Right. Five again. That will do it. And you just 
rips along the back of his neck and drops one more. Doro is covered in a good deal of blood at this point. He's basically wiped it out from his eyes, but his whole face is drenched in blood and most of his arms. Gross zombie blood? Gross. Well, it just looks like human blood, but yeah, gross zombie uh, blood. Brennick. Okay, Brannick is just on the ground in pain. He's burned and wounded. We're pretty much out of initiative. So this yeah. one's done. Dead. So there aren't any other zombies you guys can see. So we're we'll, we'll we'll to the ship. ship. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. theoretically yeah. Yeah. the ship. Yeah, he now. is... Okay, you guys are on the ship. They are getting ready to cast off. Like, you're, like they are basically going to lift the, the, the gang plank as you're running up. We can't leave without the wait, god key. Wait, wait. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's a good call. Can't leave without the God King. No, that is a fair call. Actually, they didn't realize that God. They realized the God King was missing. Like when yeah, you, they probably you wouldn't have started yeah. to leave, would they? No, Even the God if King been, like, ordered leave without me. They, the God actually no. I'm sorry. And be like, eh. The God King ordered them to leave. They're gonna do what he said. I mean, can I use my divinity to? You can try. Uh, 16. As you know, she's talking about, like, like, ma'am, we have orders. Ma'am, we have orders. Look, I'm sorry about your friends. I'm sorry, but the God King. And then you just see her quiet down. Her tone changes. Her words become soft, become softer, and they just flow from her like honey. You Even in the middle of all this combat, it just feels calming and comforting to listen to her words. And it just seems like... That's the most important thing to do right now. And the soldiers just stop. They put the gangplank down and they listen to you as you're like, we have to wait. Stop removing the ship. Leave, and leave, they just... Leave no man behind. And they're, and they're like, yeah, abs- yeah. And they start to reverse their actions and they're lowering the plank back down. Or at least keeping it hovering. Fair enough. <laughs> In case right, we don't stall. To, yeah. yeah. to pull it up yeah. if we need to. Fair but enough. We can quickly drop it down as our party theoretically arrives. Hera's gone up to Abranek, and he's got, and he's kind of turned him over, and he sees his burns, and he puts a hand on the burns, and he's healing him. But as he's doing it, you can see the wound in his back, and rock is literally spreading throughout it. You can see the rock growing through his back. <gasps> not Brannock! All of Brannock erupts into flame, not just the wound. And you see him scream as his eyes and face melt away to bone. You can see his fingers reach up and the bones a grasp and everything is just being flamed and begin, the bone itself begins to char. And then there's a light, para collapses and Brandon's healed. He's fine, he's unconscious. Both of them are out, but he's completely healed. Para! But without skin? No, no, he's fine now. Once the light, like he was boiled down to the skeleton. De-zombified. Is Para okay? Para's out cold, and there's blood seeping from his nose and ears. Well, if the spell effect is over, that's when I do something. So, yes. What's going on with the meteor shot? I mean, there are there are still a couple in in the distance, but. It seems to have quieted down, and everything just, it just, we think you're out of it. It's hard to tell with somebody with a cosmic event like this, but it feels yeah. like you're out of it. So, uh, would you be able to carry Brannock, and would you be able to carry Para? Well, Brannock's fine, he can walk. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, Brannock's up. He's fine. Oh, you said he was unconscious. Oh, just, are you That's guys all right? That's why I'm yelling. Where's Franny? She's on her and Zion went to the ship over oh, there. We should get to the ship. Come on, we gotta get to the ship. 
What's the status of this town? It, it, there's, uh, there's part of it on fire. The people have come out of the temple at this point now that it's quite down and they're starting to act. The local sheriffs are yelling at people to get buckets. And How's there's, that look? It, they seem to have it under control. It seems like it's okay. Not great, but not getting worse. All right, Still, they've got not a good turtle go. fest. No, no, this has not been a Sorry. good turtle fest. I grab Kara and throw him over my shoulder, and we start. I, I start heading towards the back. Sure, you guys get to the boat without incident. Um, you're quickly ushered up. Soldiers run down, grab Kara. Um, Brannock's still a little wobbly, but he just, you know, pushes them away and walks up. And you guys are on the boat. I'd like to keep an eye out for the guy. Yeah, like you and many others. Every spyglass on both of these ships is out. They are pulling away from the dock and pushing off, and people are scanning everywhere, and there is no sign of him at all. Simon, could you hand me the jewel and, and watch me? I'm wondering if we might be able to see the god king in the astral plane. Sure. I take the jewel. I sit down. Sit down. Smart. The first one to sit. Good. Thank right. God. Um, I down. You know, I sit down with my back against something. It's like your meditative position. Um, Rannick, my darling, if you could just watch over me. Yeah, I got you. Um, he, he cradles her. No one gets there. Yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah, he, he, he would. He's seen people fall out from this. So he just kind of kneels down and gently kind of you know, gets ready to catch you mm -hmm. when you go out. And if I'm out for too long, I wonder actually if Brannock can the jewel without anything affecting him. Because Good question. Because you've never tried that. Now is probably not the time to find right. out. We'll cross um, that But, you know, be prepared to, to grab it with something and put it, don't touch it with your skin, but put he it back. He puts on one of his fancy, you know, white marine yeah. gloves, and he's like, yeah, I got it. But you have All to right. let me be out for at least a little while, I need to be able to see. So I touch the jewel to go onto the astral plane to see if I can find any indication of the God King's presence. You just kind of accept and fall into that world. You yeah. don't fight it whatsoever. It's, it's, it's like you're being pulled into sleep almost. Your eyes pop open, and it is just flat purple and pink water for as far as you can see. The comet is huge. It fills the entire sky. <coughs> Everywhere from it where there was just a little bit of a halo is waves of this purple and pink energy shooting in every direction. You can feel energy all around you, overwhelming. And you can see a little glint about a mile north. And that's the direction we're heading anyway. Basically. We have to go around the peninsula to get to back get to the north, north shore to go to, to Ani. Exactly. Um, okay, so um, I'm going to try and draw myself out um, roll a, from the astral plane. Roll a wisdom myself. save. Hey, you got it right. I did. <laughs> Nine plus two, eleven. Yeah, you see her eyes kind of flutter, and you know, Brannock is holding her, and she begins to twitch and shake a little bit. He's like, Give me water, give me water. And he blashes, and, just, and then you're just out of it. And he just, he's, he's already got like a towel, and he's gently, just kind of gently, gently patting your face. face. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I pop Brian, are you all right? I pop the jewel back in the box, and I just reach up and love him, and he stroke his cheek. All right, yeah. He's just all right. Did you see the king? I don't know. I saw something different, a glint about a mile in the direction we're headed. So I, I don't know what it is. It, it could be the God King, but it was something different than the environment. And I also saw some crazy shit uh, <laughs> with the comet, but let's 
focus on. Brannick has already left and has gone on to some other he's men to basically. <laughs> kind of, yeah. He really, he's <laughs> he's really <laughs> loving, really tender, but he's easily distracted. He's yeah. like wonk, and then he ran over yeah. to tell guys, you gotta look over here because Franny, like, like she saw. Trust me, do it. And then, <laughs> all right, you know, and they go and do it. And so the, the ships begin to slightly turn, but are still heading pretty much in the, in the same direction. So they signal to the other one and it follows along. So presumably we're all with our spy glasses or what have you. Trained. All focused north um, now. Yeah. And after about 10 well, minutes, there is a glimpse. It's been oh, 10 minutes, then yes. we will see to pair because he's bleeding out the ears or whatever. Oh, he's, yeah, you guys are telling him he's awake. He is exhausted. His head is killing him and he's dizzy. Uh, roll just a straight intelligence, sorry, a straight wisdom for uh, medical knowledge. Um, which I do have some. Eight. Uh, 19. He seems Five. like he has a concussion. He's acting like he's concussed. Okay. I do not in real life have medical knowledge, but... Um, you would know to keep him awake, yeah. keep him seated up, you know, right. keep him moving, basic. All right, para, basically. Para, you're going to be okay, but just sit up. But I'm so tired. You can fall asleep. Take, no, just, no, I really want to make the worst decisions hour. possible because I'm para. No. He's he's still, he can sleep. He's cry himself to sleep. Yeah, so yeah, cry I'm while sure sleeping. Yeah, you can. can they can the... sleep. You just have to wake him up every hour. Gotcha. Yeah. Just okay. Sure he's, he's got there's a medic function. that would not a medic, but there's like someone that you could turn him over to to watch him. Yeah, because they have actually no. There would be on this on yeah, this, this ship. Yes, there are actual medics. They run up and they are taking care of him. Yeah. So handle. Yeah, it's the God King's yeah. flagship. Absolutely. They don't need to rely on my like sketchy memory. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Something I read in an anatomy textbook once when I was I looking may have for, read about When this. I was looking for the naughty pictures. <laughs> right. across something. Right. I suppose I'll learn. Maybe I'll need a concussions. All right. Yeah. Sounds so, like something you get having... by engaging in some sort of manual labor. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys head uh, further towards it. About ten minutes later, there is a glint on the water that you can all see plain. And the ships pull up, and there is the God King's tabard, lying on top of the water, a glowing. What's a tabard? I'm sorry. A tabard would be like the one-piece kind of eunuch thing. Jersey. They would kind of wear, right, where it kind of is belted and then kind of like falls to kind of a skirt thing, but it's not really a skirt and they would wear pants under it. So that's what is floating in the water. Oh, that's not good. The soldiers fish his tabard out of the water. It's folded. It's also dry, by the way. It never yeah. got wet. So they just pull it out. It's not dripping at all. And they fold it. And everyone looks pretty grim. At this point, yeah. and we don't see any evidence of his armor or shield floating. Only absolutely nothing. Well, I look particularly grim because the last thing that happened that I saw him, I gave him a drawing, and now he's dead. So and he all your was, fault. And he was so like, you know, guilty. and he was like, my visions, my vision began when I was handed a drawing of the comet. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Read your sign. Technically, it's Para's fault. You can blame Para. Para's fault. Yeah. That's right. I yep. would have thought to do that. No, Paris the one who was like close to you, you fool. Yeah, Paris was the one who was like, show him the drawing, Michael. <laughs> yes, show him the drawing. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. they're setting sail towards Ani because they don't, can't think of anything else to do. There's, 
They look for a while, the ships circle, they lower some rowboats, they search for hours, I mean, there's nothing. So at this point, am I the highest ranking person on this ship? On this ship, yes. On this ship, you are the highest ranking person. Yes, you are. I think we have done all we can do here. I would agree, ma'am. And it's time for us to set sail back to Ani. And I don't know how much we can do, but obviously extra constant vigilance. I think for the morale of the people on the ship, um, I don't know that we should have a, a funeral, really, because we do not know what has become of the God King. Her eyes, like, like dart when she goes to a funeral. He's an immortal. The God King is not dead. Exactly, and so we don't want to worry anyone. We shall set sail immediately. I think we should take his tavern, and, and I will keep it safe, and we can present it back at court when we arrive. That she balks at. No, that we we are we we have strict orders. Should anything like this ever happen? Oh, you do. There's actually protocol. Yes, they go right to. We will deliver the tavern directly to his granddaughter. Well, maybe we should search for more bits. Well, that's the only thing that would have flooded. Okay. Unfortunately, right. everything else would be a crown, a shield, Shit. everything else would have gone this straight to the bottom. Political problem. Oh it yes, does it does. A big political yeah, problem. and we also by don't the way, know that it's truly at the bottom of the sea, or anywhere, or he could still be whatever. Right. She is aware of the political problem this causes. I mean, the entire fifty years of peace have hinged on the fact that the God King is alive. It is a nine-day journey back to Ani. I mean, at least for now, we've had a fairly trying day. Maybe some rest? Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like we would just fall asleep. Is there anything you guys want to do over these nine days? Train. Really? So you're on deck training every day? No. Okay. What are you training? I'm, I'm training below deck. Okay. What so are you it's, doing? It's a little more quiet. It's not as conspicuous. You have but enough the funny room. thing is, if anyone were to stop me and ask me, like, why, why are you being careful now? It's right. just for her. It's I, I don't want her to know I'm doing Gotcha. Okay. I don't so, care if they see me. So you go like, so the sailor's so, like, what's going on in there? Right. I just keep training. Who cares? Whatever. So you find your way into like the bilge and yeah. you're down there popping around and popping out. All right. What are the rest of you Where doing? Where the sailors can see you? No, no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't see him in the bilge. Like, way down in it, they wouldn't see him. Unless, unless they went down there for something, they're not going to see him. Clearly something happened with the God King. There needs to be continuity, and we can't create panic. Um, and so all of us, all of us, um, need to, we need to come up with a story. Because the saddest part is, even if we brought the tavern back to his granddaughter, that's it. Right? Plus, the story's going to be hard. Every single person saw it. Every single person in Turtle Bay saw it. Every single person on that other ship saw it. They so saw. You saw them. But they didn't see that all of the weapons and armor and everything has either been obliterated or at the bottom. Of the well, ocean. no one knows, right? And, and they didn't hear. Like they, nobody no, heard no one heard that conversation. Gone, gone. Yeah. But everyone on both ships saw that tabard in the water. Everyone on both ships saw the explosion. So just keep right. that in mind. So right. Kill them all, yeah. Obviously. Wow. Obviously, but no. Vera uh, <laughs> Birdbo ship. <laughs> but, I mean, Everybody on that ship, go. This, you know too much. This is a world, Those people killed your brother. This, ah! this is a world that doesn't know its own lore. Correct. This is a world that is disconnected. What we have to do is come up with some plausible-sounding myth 
um, of you know where the God King went and let people buy that for a while. I mean, here's the only thing I'm worried about, and that would be the second that the Empire of Kadar hears that they no longer, that Ani is no longer in possession of those mystical weapons, you can bet they'll head for Wessel or Brynis, or maybe not attack Ani directly, but that's basically an invitation. I mean, this is why I think we have to concoct some reasonable sounding myth for where the God King is, where the armor is, that at least temporarily, while we figure things out, has some sort of prophylactic effect on any movements the Kadarians might be making. The God King, you know, no one's gonna buy that he's vacationing at a spa, <laughs> but, you know, if he has, you know, taken himself and taken the armor into the astral plane in order to re-strengthen it after doing the comet and it takes some indeterminate, it's lost, it's lost to the mist how long this takes. It could be a year, it could be a year and a day, it could be 10 years, but, this is where he's gone, and this is what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem. I am a terrible liar. That's true. So, We've uh, seen much evidence of that. <laughs> we better just make sure that it's not me doing any of the talking. Am I here? Yeah, you yeah. left here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first thing I need to do is, on the ship, find some part where, like, the larder or something like that, like, some kind of room... He knows there's probably cheese there. Where, <laughs> yeah, right? I find him in there, I'm right. sure. Yeah! Um, but where... Like a storage room sure. or, or something like that where I could be, do something, and no one see it or hear it. One of the soldiers sees you as you're on your way down, but he's like, Hey, Doro! Yeah, man! Yeah. Yeah. yeah! What's up, guy? And he just lets you go on ahead. In here, I get out some blank parchment and utensils to write with okay. and stuff, and I begin taking notes. Essentially, I'm marking waypoints in the ship. Right. And then I'm going to start practicing teleporting between them. Okay, so, you're, so you're, you're going to try and think of the place and go there. To the point where I'm starting to teach the ability, the muscle memory of remembering the place. You attempt this for about an hour, and you quickly come to the realization that without the ability to see it, you can't go there. Go around the ship by word of mouth, mm -hmm. essentially, and try to find the most artistic person on the ship, okay. basically. Done. Okay. <laughs> Variety. You know, didn't you? You used to draw or something, right? You, you made someone a picture at one point. Possibly. Listen. Do you mind if I borrow your artistic talent? Why? It's for training purposes. No one's gonna be hurt. I'm not stealing anything. This is just to get better. So draw the layout of this bank, please. <laughs> right, right. No, and essentially then I would take her to a place that's not ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not looking for a fucking find the hidden object mm -hmm. type of picture. Uh, like, just a corner that's empty or something. And I'm like, now just... It appears my ability to teleport is somewhat restrained to my ability to see. So, I wonder... If I look at a picture of something and try to teleport to it, if that would work. But I have a feeling no one around here is going to be able to draw better than you. Well, that is true. <laughs> 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 so I did that. <laughs> sure, or, 
<laughs> for once you've actually made a good decision. Um, Give it time. I think it that time. I think that I can I can help you with this. Is there any way, however, Doro, in return? I, I don't know if you're able, but obviously Hagen taught all of us different things. How how do you? What's your teleportation process, and are you able to teach others? You know, I bet I could. It's pretty easy. I mean, mine's pretty easy. I don't really know what the rest of you even really do. Are the rest of us with it, or is it just us? Well, I mean, are you... Well, I mean, you guys are all in the room. I don't see why not. Oh, you yeah. were in the room, you were in the room. Sure. I don't see why not. Yeah. So what are you going to do exactly here? What's the plan? Okay, with Push what? Push boat. With... <laughs> all right, teleport! <laughs> uh, I will have all of you executed without shedding a tear. Jesus. Christ. This is going to be a fun boat ride. I picture home. <laughs> Where all your friends are dead. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Yeah, just think of 15 burning half-link bodies. That's all you got to picture, Dora. Was that? Para is there. Para is in the. Para has been listening to you. He's all. with us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's there in the um, room. Crying. We should, we should, yeah, cry. Para's probably like, no, no. You know what happens when you give people drawings. Okay, so when, when you say, how are you doing this? Are you asking about how I would like to try and attempt to train my team members? Yes, I would like or to Or are you asking about how I'm continuing to train myself? Well, those things seem to have dovetailed now, so. I sort guess. of, yeah. yeah. Um, well, the idea with the picture is after and she's drawn it to a point that I would be like, oh my God, it's like looking at it. Performance. Uh, Oh no, natural 20. Wow, okay. Wow. It so is, is my perfect. Best it really is. Every time you draw, it's excellent. So if we could just, every situation, I can just draw my right. way in. The bands surround you. Hold still for a moment, would you? I will draw you a portrait that will amaze you. It's just like so 20. Good. They start yeah. to pull their the dragon cries. Look, that's actually lovely. No, no, Zombie, let me show you what you look like in life. And then they're just overcome with <laughs> I didn't know I could feel after me missus died. We defeat the game through art! <laughs> Yo, you have the best chance of that with me. It's still not gonna happen. Nah. Alright, so it's a lovely um, point. So, alright, so roll me a uh, wisdom. Really? Not yeah. dexterity or yeah. something? No, no. Nuts. Uh, to 14. To, to, to determine what, how fast your eyes move over the paper? <laughs> Alright, so yeah. you sit he there. He has a really good grip on it. <laughs> but not so hard that it crumbles. Right, exactly. It's a perfect. Yeah. perfect lighting. You focus. And you have not spent so much time sitting here thinking about it before. You like close everything off and there's this, this little halfling in the shaft of light underneath the ship some, oh. so, so, somewhere just like focused on this piece he, of paper and nothing else. Is he going to the bathroom? It looks like it, yeah. <laughs> You can feel the bridge, the connection, the energy that would seem to come out from you and from that place. And you recognize that this is what you're doing, that there's something coming from both that would then bridge within you and then snap you to, to whatever that location is. But whatever it is, it just never quite, it never quite gets to that connection. You can feel it pulling on both sides, but you can't quite do it. It's, it kind of feels like a muscle. 
Mm-hmm. So if, it, if it's like a muscle, all you have to do is just work it a thousand billion times mm-hmm. until it gets enormous. Or until you're and then, yeah, or until you're all twenty. Well, you know that happens. Too. Great. Um, but that's good. Okay. So that's and there's one facet of my training while on this ship. Okay. Another facet. Maybe how are you training them? Yeah. Because cool. do you want to jump to that? Now. Okay. Yeah, because Pear okay. heard that and he perked right up and he's like, yeah, right. I want to well, learn. Then, Let's say that you spent the first half of the day works. training the way you were. No. You went to a Friday with this idea. Everyone heard it and you spent the back half of the day starting to train them. Okay. So, I obviously, I gathered them all around. On the deck yeah. or in your room or where? Well, in our room. Okay. Yeah, I think we would want a private area. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Guards, see that we are not disturbed. I'm talking about. Leave us. Hey, you guys all right? Fine, Braddock. We'll be with you later. Okay, like, help me outside. I'll be right out here. <laughs> He's like a gold retriever. He is. Um, <laughs> what a wonderful dog you <laughs> are, you dumb boat. Obviously, guys, uh, I've kind of getting the hang of this uh, divinity. Thing, I think is what we're calling it. Um, That's what Ademiel, uh called it. Right? That that strange elf. I'll assume that was Para. Um, <laughs> so. No, that's fair. Obviously, each one of us has one of these things we could do now. And. Well, okay. Good yeah, question. That is a good question. What can you do? I want as, to do something. As, <laughs> what's my power? <laughs> Why do you have, like, animals and stuff? Yeah, aren't you following a wolf or something? You were having... Power? <laughs> well, but you were having visions about a wolf. It's an talk, actual wolf. And then you talked to the bear. You never talked to the bear. You almost felt like you were. It was close. There was a connection. You weren't really saying words to it, but there was a stronger and connection there. there was that narwhal. There was the narwhal. There was I the narwhal. <laughs> we could reintroduce him to you soon. Well, no. Oh, how, you need the narwhal. How, how about this? How about this? You. Look close. Stop your sulking. You'll meet your narwhal friend soon. <laughs> what is what is the likelihood of there being uh, an animal on this ship? A Very parrot, likely. A monkey. There is a uh, actually livestock. There, no, there yeah, is a, livestock for food. Yeah. There is definitely livestock for food. There's also a large iron cage in the hold where they keep, uh, I'd say, a dozen or so ravens. Or not ravens. What do they use? Uh, what's the bird they use to sing notes? I mean, pigeons? Yeah. Yeah, like pigeons a dozen of pigeons where they would attach like notes to their legs and send them off. Someone's going to send you a note about what bird that is. It's actually the African sparrow. Yeah. I know this wolf thing has got to be connected to this. You woke up with this fang thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is clearly. T- <laughs> oh yes. Don't yet. I haven't taken it yet. Don't worry. That, I know that this is connected to that wolf that is connected to you in this respect of this divinity. I can just tell. Call it thieves' intuition. So what you need to do is figure out how you're connected to animals. Find out what this connection is, why everything that seems to be happening to you seems to be based off of furry creatures. Or slimy. Or slimy. So I would suggest you go downstairs and just kind of maybe not talk to them, but maybe look after the livestock. You're suggesting I go downstairs and talk to animals. Look, you want to be useful on the ship, you can help tend the livestock and talk to them at the same time. 
This is true, actually. That's a very good point. Have an answer. That's my divinity. Told me what to do, and it seems like a menial task, and I don't like. You like doing Fair menial enough. tasks. No, um, if I want to do them, I want. But if I'm told, I, I think don't we like should anything. all practice together. We're all in this together. I will have to fetch you some sort of creature. Um, oh, good. Okay, guys. Someone goes down into the hold and brings up a chicken. Yes, a chicken. And there is now a chicken in the room. It's kind of like. Though, I would, I would incline to something a little wiser than a chicken. Is that okay, Matt? Yeah. The chicken is brought away, and uh, ten minutes later, they bring up a piglet. A piglet, yes. <laughs> no. No, 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 oh, and he just oh, raises his little head. He's in a Oh, and he gets up in your in your arms. We all kind of forget what we're doing. Yes, our little piglet. He is adorable, and he loves the. He's literally looking at everyone. Big smile, loves the attention. His ears go down when you pet his head. Remember when we were going to Ani? Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, okay, that's this will be your assignment. Oink, now, oink, oink. Oink, 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 oink. now, there, burn down the ship. No, 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 no. I think you practiced enough. Your last. The ship. Yeah. We need bacon. The ship. <laughs> oh, the no. ship is <laughs> ironwood. Right. So Doesn't even matter. If, but I bet the chest of drawers or whatever is not. That's a good point. I don't want him to train me how to use my powers. I'm quite comfortable with that. I want to see if he can teach me how to teleport. How would, it's like all a right, so how would I do this? Oh, well, you would, I mean, you just have to describe to her what it feels like to you. Okay. And try and lead her, I mean, however you want to do it. How, how, how would you teach her? All right. Well, this is, this is what happens when I do it. And then I describe the, the, the force of, the place where I want to be and the place where I am of it stretching to, and once the connection's made, there's like an instant vacuum of me just being sucked to there. Yep. And then the, the connection is disconnected. And this is all within like less than moments though. Right. You're pointing to a spot like a maybe 30 <laughs> feet up. Uh, across the room as you're doing this, like right on top of one of the cots, right? And you, as you're describing or, it, wait, I want to let's make let's have some fun with it. Okay. Let's, let's, I take it, I pick up an or apple. Don't roll yet, though. No, I, I yeah. pick up an apple yeah. and I and I throw it okay. to where okay. I'm gonna, and I'll teleport and then catch it. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Why not? To, let's let's right. have some fun. Come I on, want you to roll, roll a dexterity check. Okay, thirteen. Uh, okay, then I want you to roll a second one to actually catch it. Maybe that was your dexterity check speaking for itself. Uh, Eleven. All right, so so you <laughs> volt, volt, and you and you appear, but boom, and you don't quite catch it. Just goes right past her and strikes you in the head, but then boom, you catch it as it falls out. <laughs> See? You know? See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you're describing this, by by the way, when you're just talking, up, you know, about it and pointing and like you know and saying you can feel this pull, you can feel the pull. Like you can hold the pull. You I... can feel it, kind of. There, but not activated at the moment. You can definitely feel yeah, the connection. Yeah, because I've been I've been feeling this muscle movement of the bridge right. almost connecting. And exactly. Really well, he is explaining this and feeling this. Use sort of my empathetic powers to see if, well, both listening to what he's saying, also try and feel. I guess you can definitely feel through him this pull like in the center of his chest as if there was something connected to the back of him pulling through him and you can kind of get a echo 
of that inside you, but when you go to pull on it, there's nothing. It's like, it's like this ghost of something, but there's absolutely nothing really there. But now that you can feel it, at least as far as the energy, because when it flows through you, you feel it in every fiber of your being. It's like it crackles along your skin mm -hmm. and your hair and the back of your neck, right? The energy feels the same. He's just using it in such a different way. And it's a way that feels outside of whatever you can do. Like almost as if your energy is here and every time you pull for it, you go above the water. You crack through the surface and into a place you can't control is what the closest you know, analogy you would have. But you read him well and he is filled with joy. Whenever he teleports, whenever he does this, it is pure, unadulterated joy. Oh, I am sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much that. some residuals from me and the pig. Right. Yeah, yeah, so Every now and then I'll, you'll hear me go, guys, guys, watch. Right. And I'll roll into my back and he'll roll and his back will do a little. Yes. Like, joy, down. contentment spiked with joy. That's what you're feeling right, right now. General melancholy and um, concern. Those are, those are the emotions you're feeling right now. Right. Um, always the melancholy. Always. Always. With, spiked with occasional, you know, anger. I, indeed. Um, That's your own. <laughs> You're just feeling it bounce off the walls back at you. Not so much anger, it's just annoyance and right. disdain. It's just yes. done. Annoyance and disdain. Um, Can't even. Uh, Hello. Uh, <laughs> Hi. That's just for you, Doug. Um, <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is that even if I try, I'm not going to. Succeed. It doesn't feel like it, certainly, at least not now. Okay. But yeah, it doesn't feel like. I mean, before, like with your power, there was there was always something edging around this. It just feels like a void, a complete a void. void. A doid. Yes, it feels just so like a doid. Um. All right. I mean, I think though I would still. Mm -hmm. Try. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. Sadly, I've wasted my twenty on a stupid <laughs> drawing of a room. Uh, no, an eleven plus. I don't even know what I would be. It would, would just be a uh, wist, uh, wisdom. Um, that would be uh, so thirteen. Okay, so you guys are practicing for a while, and she's trying to use her abilities, and like, like it really becomes like her almost trying to hone her abilities through you. And trying to like feel yours at the same time, and you're trying to work around each, you know, each other. I want a wisdom save from you. Five. Okay, you. Okay, she's thinking, and you're thinking, and a stray thought of yours, because just because he knocked on the door earlier, and as dumb as he is, he 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 looked a little cute in his uniform. So a stray thought just goes to Brannick. Door vanishes. You vanish from where you are. You reappear on the on the deck directly in alongside, arms. <laughs> directly in front of Brad. Just boom. You're like, oh, hey, Doro. Uh, hey, Brannick. How do you? You didn't see me walk up? <laughs> Doro, it's okay. Like I know you can teleport. Sorry, because I... he wrote a song about it. And right. Sang it to <laughs> also, he kind of did it like in front of everyone, and like we've all been talking about it like the whole time. Like, like is it a trick? Uh, yes, it is a trick. How do you do it? Like, I want to tell I'm you. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. 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 Uh, but I want you to keep doing what you were doing, and if anyone asks, I wasn't here. Okay. No, just talk All right. I'm going to figure out your trick, though, man. Okay, you do that. I'm going to look into it. Okay. I bet it's like outer and like there's a trap door. Oh, you're on the right track, All right, I'm going to keep looking into Nothing it. Nothing gets by you, Tony. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Yeah, you too.
it would be difficult for me to practice my powers though, because um, why? In the same way, it would be difficult for Para, like you can't yeah, I don't burn want things Para down. To like um, Paris would be a challenge, and he recognized that. And Para is also a little fearful of his. Yeah. Ever since the episode with Brennick, mm -hmm. he's been a little like I mean, he's pretty you know quiet and reserved as is, but mm -hmm. even more so now. And when Brennick came into the room. And he kind of, you know, swept his eyes over all of you. You definitely noticed that there was, like, he saw Perrin kind of looked away. Like, there's a weirdness between the two of them. Post him mm -hmm. burning Brandon. Burning him down to his skeleton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like you, but you did burn me alive. But save me in doing right. so. No, he literally burned him alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Burned him to life. I've, I've forgotten, I've forgotten what your power is. Well... I mean, other than all the, the old powers from, from the old uh, days when magic was around right. that I'm slowly starting to learn, it's, it's hard to say. Just a couple times strange things have happened. Like one time an arrow was about to hit me and then suddenly like a, a hand came out of my shield somehow. And I, it was like a, a split second I didn't even know what I was doing. I just, just popped up and grabbed the, the arrow and the arrow then fell to the ground. Mm -hmm. Another time um, I seemed to, to, to push the skeleton against the wall just by thinking it. Um, but it's always been at times when I've been like, you know, really uh, upset or in great danger. As the sun on the fourth day sets, after you've, if you've talked all day, if you guys have rested and done whatever, you see another set of sails on the horizon. You are passing about just, just, just before the bluffs, really. And as you are, you guys can see the black water again. It's basically Bring it. going to well. It's like if you guys were going this this way, the black water is coming this way. It's going to cross right in front of you. You see them bring the sails in a bit, you know, edge your you know edge your ship off just a bit. They want to just go ahead and give a little bit extra room to the black water. Yeah, that's probably That'd best. Be We're not parlaying them. They instantly, of course, report all this to you as well. Of course they do. Yeah. Shoot um, fire arrows at the black water. No, no they, got, they got bigger things than arrows on this boat if you really wanted to. Do you have any reports now that the sun set on the fourth day? Mm -hmm. Now <laughs> we do. We get, note back from the, uh, you get notes back from the, the princess. The birds have not had a chance to get to Ani and back yet. But the princess's boat is fine. Yeah, They're still heading at full sail. To, that's the only boat. That's the only birds that are back. Uh, They're heading full sail towards Ani. Towards Everything's fine. You guys, back, so, so your ship backs off a bit, and the black water crosses. I mean, I don't think it would like back off. I mean, I don't want to get involved in like ship chicken. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, that's why they're backed off, just just because <laughs> ships don't turn that quickly right. for safety room. There's yeah, gonna be an extra room. I mean, if this is purely a navigation yeah, choice, exactly. that's fine. But I do not. It's not feel, like they're bending, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, I do not feel that the like flagship of the Aeneid fleet would give way. No, it's more, it's more that just they're going to be there first and they're just that's, moving around them, that's all. That, that's yeah. fine. As the Blackwater passes by, you can't, I mean, you can see just like forms of people on deck. It's, it's, it's getting dark, so you can't clearly see any individual, but you, but you guys see about six lights go off across the deck. That's what happens. We're an onion boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right? Wait a minute, where's the God's King ship? So yeah. of course it's going to go off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think about that in some way. Right, exactly. And that is what they would expect to see if the God right. King was on board. Right. Mm -hmm. So, just a normal day. Just a normal day. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here.
encounter with the Blackwater, the sea remains open for the rest of the journey to Ani. Phryne spends her time reading notes from messenger birds and leading the crew. Doro continues to practice his teleport, attempting to expand his power ever further. Torvik plays with his new companion as he studies the ancient wooden armor form given to him by Steelbeard, while Zion continues to worry about his companions. Shortly before dawn on the ninth day, the great walls of Ani finally rise into view. Shimmering towers of ivory over a hundred feet tall line the entire city island kingdom that radiate with a magical glow that seems to beckon you with enveloping warmth. You would be safe in those walls. You would be protected in those walls. You would find your fortune in those walls. Phryne, for you, this is a particularly intense feeling. You are surprised how much of a hold your home city has on you. As your ship rounds the southern tip of Ani and begins to enter her great canal, trumpets sound from across the walls as your ship is spotted. The soldiers on your ship have changed into their gold dress uniforms and are lining the rails of your vessel to return the trumpet blows and salute the great walls of Ani. Just before the canal, you are greeted with a series of massive towers that are even higher and wider than the walls themselves. This forms a box in the middle with ramparts of stone that seem to crisscross above you with nothing to hold them up. Soldiers line all of them, saluting the ship and saluting who they expect you know, to be carrying the God King. As you pass into the mouth of the canal, you can finally see the great aqueducts that run along the top of these ivory walls. As your ship passes into the mouth of the canal and the trumpets grow louder and louder, you can also hear a low rumbling that grows until the walls of a knee themselves seem to tremble. A couple of the soldiers on your boat stumble and fall backwards, looking up to the walls. They've activated the overflow gates. We'll be swamped. And a second later, an eruption of water explodes out of both sides of the gatehouse and plummets towards you, enough to completely engulf your ship. And we're going to stop right there. Thank you for joining us for the second half of season one of God's Fall. And be sure to check us out next week as the players finally arrive in the great city kingdom of Ani. Also, be sure to check out godsfall.com. We've put up all of our maps there. I'm working on getting character sheets up. I'm also working on a player's handbook for the world of God's Fall. It's going to take a lot of work, and we're definitely going to have to hire an artist. I can do a lot of things. I can design the logo. I can do the podcast. I can write the game. I can DM the game. I can't draw. So if you want to help us get that player's handbook in your hands faster, go to godsfall.com and check out our Patreon account. Any help you guys can provide gets that book in your hands faster and lets us get this podcast made even better. So thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. This show was produced and edited by Dead Ghost Productions. Find out more about us and all the shows we make at deadghostpro.com.